Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal guys trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, hey, this is Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is episode two, um, and we're glad you're here. If you are here, we're glad you're here. Um, this if they're week, not here, we're not glad they're here. not here, but yeah, we also if can't they're hear not them here, or see them, so it doesn't matter. Well, if, if they're not here, we're actually very disappointed about it and um, like angry about it. I'm angry. I might, for the I might even cry here. myself to sleep. Yeah. And obviously with our friends that we know are listening, um, we do, you know, we'll be texting you every week. Like, did you hear the episode? Did you hear? No, the that's whole not episode? what I'm going to do. I'm going to text some questions about the episodes just to test the knowledge. <laughs> Like, but not not the first five minutes. Like, no, no, no. Question it's got to be like something be like really ninety five percent of yeah, really obscure, like something that you just said like under your breath. I'd be like, so, That's right. what did Andrew say after we talked about? Like, yeah, I think that. that's healthy. Like, I think I think as this grows, obviously, um, that's healthy. We want to you know be hyper focused on who listens, how many, where they're from, oh, for sure, one hundred percent. What their emails are because that's all that know, matters. How much were they listening? What their that emails the are. <laughs> we are straight. What their home you. address is, you know. Um, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but hey, everybody. Hey, Josh. How you how doing, are you, man? dude? I'm doing well. How are you? I feel I feel pretty good. Uh, doing well and. Man, it's it was raining for the last couple of days here in PA, um, and then today it was still a little chilly, but like super sunny and nice. And nice. dude, it is just so green and so nice. It like spring is here, you know. So I'm loving that. What's this it like, like in Colorado? Uh, it's pretty warm. Uh, I'm out here on the plains of Colorado Springs, so it's nice and right. windy. But other than that. Um, I can't wait for summer. Like this is my yeah. favorite time of year, especially in Colorado where it's not like I used to live in Arizona. So where it's right, not right. 108 degrees, 120 degrees. Um, right. This is definitely a win. I don't know. Hey. I don't know why people would choose to live there in Arizona, by the way. It's it like, I don't hate the state. It's just so hot for like a chunk of the year. It's hard to deal with. That's true. And that chunk seems to be getting bigger and bigger. Thank you. Global warming. But right. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. But it's housing. Like my brother bought a, I don't know, 3,500 square foot, almost 4,000 square foot house for $300,000. Like, Dang. That's a $500,000 home here in Colorado Springs. Dude, at least. That's nuts. Well, bro, what uh Dude, I'm reading our texts before we get into that. Yeah. What's the fire alarm? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was thinking about a story. Somebody was talking about a fire alarm on a Zoom call. We did a family Zoom Mother's Day hangout because it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, people. Um, somebody brought up a fire alarm and there was some story. And I was transported back to a moment in sixth grade where it was maybe two weeks into sixth grade. I was super awkward, as all sixth graders are, but I just felt especially awkward. Dude, I was carrying one of those sweet zip around 3M binders you know, that you like a wide one that had like a bunch of folders in it. And I went through the door and there was a girl coming out that I thought was super hot because I just started seeing girls as <laughs> being attractive. And so I very awkwardly did this like lean to the side move. And I kid you not, the zipper caught uh -uh. inside the fire alarm <laughs> handle. And then I went like this to go through the door and it ripped down and it triggered the fire no alarm. Way. Dude, I was you shooting I at was, you. What? You shoot ink I, at you? you know this one didn't. No. That's good. No. This was Zanesville, Ohio, man. Low tech. Low tech even on the fire <laughs> arms. Um, but dude, I was halfway up the stairs. Like it was like a five second delay. I was halfway up the stairs and I hear it go off. And I just have this sense of dread because I'm like, oh, I felt something. And I didn't do anything with my hand but i i pulled the fire alarm <laughs> so dude you just i went running? to no i went to class and sat down like nothing happened <laughs> uh, and that chick that i thought was hot you know what she did the second she got to her class told on she you went 
Andrew Hannon no pulled way. the fire alarm. And, oh. uh, and then, dude, the rumors immediately were like, he did it on purpose. And I heard he's getting suspended and like all this stuff. Dude, I went, my principal was so nice to me. She totally believed me that I did not do it on purpose because I didn't. But dude, everybody thought I did. And I just kind of leaned into it a little bit. And uh, I don't know. That's my fire alarm story. Do you have any ridiculous stories from middle school? From childhood, from middle school? Oh, man. I mean, I'm putting you on the spot 100%. I liked most of middle school. I'm not one of those kids that hated middle school. Um, I do remember I had a friend in, man, it had been seventh grade, I guess. We lived in Watertown, South Dakota. Uh, which in Watertown, South Dakota, you can drive at the age of 14. So granted, I'm a seventh grader, but there's eighth graders driving to school, which is kind of crazy to think about. That is amazing. Um, But I had a friend, his name was Ben, and he, um, the entire, I think it was math, we sat like two desks away from each other, was Mm -hmm. collecting spit in his mouth um, the whole time. What? so at the Let's end of class, like, he like, like he like comes up to me. He's like he's like mm, 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 like directing me to follow him because he can't talk. Uh, so I like follow him, um, and we walk into a stall of the bathroom. So now at this point, I'm like, this is weird. I don't know what's about to happen. Uh, yeah. And he spits like this just giant oh, amount gross. of liquid into the toilet. And you're just like, gross. oh my gosh. We also had this pit in seventh grade, <laughs> like in the lobby of. You know, because it's South Dakota, like you can't let kids hang outside. So you have to create space inside for them to hang out. So we have this massive, like carpeted six level pit kind of thing that kind of just went down. (laughs) And like, depending on how cool you were, would dictate where you got to sit in the pit. Um, And me being not cool by any sense of the imagination uh, in seventh grade. No, at the top. You got to go further down to the bottom if you were cooler. Okay. Uh, but I wore striped rainbow shirts and windbreaker <laughs> pants, and Dude. unfortunately, I was just not cool. Okay, right now, I think that would be really cool, actually. It might be, actually. <laughs> like, Coming back in like, some good high tops or something. Yes. Totally. Yeah, when I wore it every day, I uh, was yeah. not cool by any yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> super sad. Wait, so wait, about the pit. Was there a story about the pit, or were you just telling me like that was, was the... about the pit? That was yeah. the whole story. There's probably stories that I don't remember because I blocked out because I wasn't... Uh, I feel like there's a lot. Maybe I should try to spend some. I should try to spend some time in South Dakota. It sounds like a very different place than all the other places. Yeah, dude, we used to do mass physicals in South Dakota. What mass physicals? So in let's see, I did it in sixth grade, and I think they did it again in ninth grade, something like that. But they essentially marched you down to the high school, which for us was like two blocks walk. Um, yeah. We'd walk all the way down to the high school. There's so many weird things. I got another and weird story about they, swimming in the high school pool. But Do they have all the 15-year-olds say, okay, turn your head to the right? wasn't even Off. 15. I was 6th grade, so like 11, 12 <laughs> years old. So, yeah, they strip you down to your skivvies. Um, they get, we were allowed to bring a towel, so we had our towels, and we're just in a long line. And then my pervert social studies teacher was like, no, it's faster if you guys don't have towels. So he took all of our towels away because wow. I'm pretty sure he just went, why my teacher was in the room. First wow. off, freaking yeah. weird. Right. Um, that's bad. I almost said I his name, somebody... that's probably not appropriate. Uh, just in case. Um, and then they walked you up to a doctor, dropped Ooh. your drawers, he you checked your junk. Then you right. walked over to the next station, and you walked over to the next station, and you ended it with duck walks. Because um, <laughs> that helps you figure something Maybe. out. I have no idea. <laughs> Dude, that is weird, man. Oh, was so I... weird. Strangely, that does make me want to go to South Dakota. <laughs> like, I just want to figure that. that place out. No, 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 not that, not that. I hated that part. But how weird that all sounds. I just right? like want to go figure well, out. Like, what I the should, heck is going on in South Dakota? I should ask my parents about it. Right? Just be like, like, what were you thinking? And you're like, yeah, this seems yeah. like a right idea. Yeah, we'll live there for a while. Well, it was just oh, a giant man. gym, and half the gym was boys, and half the gym was girls, and there's like a curtain in between us. So, like. You're oh standing gosh. there just thinking about what's happening on the other side of this curtain. Right. Because that's yeah. all that matters. Dude, that is like the worst possible setup I can imagine uh-huh. for that situation, especially for middle schoolers. Isn't that crazy? What is going on in crazy. South Dakota? It's a crazy <laughs> freaking state, I tell you. <laughs> well, I think my brother's of, gone back uh, and like like got on the internet and checked people's names to see like 
There's no yeah. reports of child abuse or anything like that. Yeah. Did they murder anybody? Did they? Yeah. yeah they bury a bury a child that they didn't like in the right in the corn right. fields or whatever okay. fields they had outside of the city. Yeah, dude. That was Dude. a lot of intro. But let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's, uh, <laughs> well, we weren't funny enough last time. You know, we got to be a little bit funny. We'll just have to share embarrassing stories of our childhood to yeah. get us through. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to weave that question in multiple times of what is going on in South Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. But okay. So this week, you, we, we've been talking about a lot of ideas and we don't really script out our show we just have some like quick bullet points and we decided this week to talk about um frustrating christian christian stereotypes and i wanted to hear like that was kind of your idea so what what are you thinking about it or why do you want to talk about it yeah i think i think there's plenty of stereotypes of christians um those inside and outside of the church in terms of who's creating the stereotypes but let's be honest as we kind of read through these different stereotypes, they're true. Like they're not, it's not like people are lying about Christians. It's not like they're coming yeah. up with things out of left field. Like these are legitimate. Like we get where you're coming from. Um, we're frustrated by them too. That's why we're calling them frustrating Christian stereotypes is they're just frustrating because yeah. they're true. Uh, and we wish that they weren't. Um, right. We're sorry that they are, but we're going to kind of just kind of talk through. They're just the ones that kind of rose to the top of our heads yeah. Um, and then kind of our response to it, maybe it'd probably yeah. be the best way to deal with it. I like um, it. I think it's a good approach. Approach. I just said, it's a, that's a good approach. <laughs> so anyway, let's, uh, let's dive into, um, and just see yeah. how many we get through and before we hit our time limit. Sweet. Sounds good, man. All right. Why don't you grab the first one? Well, up first, the one that I think we all know, um, judgmental jane we there's alliteration on all of these so this is jj the next one is hh you know and then we got nn i'm not gonna obviously tell you what those are yet i'm teasing this out but judgmental jane um or john or jimmy you know or janice i like how you said john just to appease your wife (laughs) yeah she made a joke about that when i showed her that that was the first one it cracked me up so All of the rest it. of these names are men, oh, so we, we got to give one to women, and we gave it to the judgment of Jane. Sorry, so Jane. Oh, sorry, Jane. We meant, there, we meant nothing by it. There's actually not a Jane that I'm thinking of, which is good. But um, I only know one Jane, I think, and she's the most Jane. nice person that I've ever met. Like super sweet. It just we call her Jane. Miss Jane, actually. It was a J name. It was just alliteration, simply yes. alliteration. That's all. It, it could is. be judgmental John, judgmental Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dude, I, so I grew up uh, in a pretty, a, a church that was pretty focused on just um, getting people saved, um, getting people to pray the prayer and getting people to be like on the right side of heaven. Um, wasn't the, it, there's a lot of good stuff about that church. Like I, I started my faith journey there, you know, um, not knocking the church. Um, but I just, um, the judgmental piece, like so much of it, like, I, I just remember le- learning a lot of things that were like super apologetics and like how to win arguments and like how to win people to faith through arguments, and that type of stuff. And as I think about that now, like, Dude, I don't. Uh, if you beat me in an argument, that doesn't mean I'm going to come to know Jesus, you know. But but I will walk away thinking like, wow, they think I'm really bad. Like they think I'm just the, the super bad sinner, um, and that they're so much better, you know. Um, so I guess that like, there's maybe for me personally, there's no way to be kind of turned off to an idea quicker. Then if it starts with like, you are bad and not just bad, you're worse than me. <laughs> you know. Well, that's the key to it, right? The judgmental thing. Like it's thing. the you yeah. are you're worse than me piece. Yes. Like, the yes. reality is we're all we're all jackholes. We're all um, jacked we're up. We're honest man. with ourselves. Yeah. Like we all do things that harm people and hurt people all around right. us, whether you follow Jesus or you don't. Right. It's the piece that saying that like I'm better than you, you sinner. Like yeah, it's that piece. Like I don't know if it comes from like. 
they want to feel better about themselves and that's where it comes from. Yeah. Like I, I come from a similar background where I didn't realize how legalistic the culture was and how legalistic yeah. I was um, until I got out of the culture and you kind of look back or you interact with people from that time and you're like, wow, like I didn't realize. Yeah. And it's this, yes, God's word is a weapon. That's 100% yeah. true, but it's a it weapon. Is, it's a weapon against the evil one. Like that that's right. who our weapons for. It's, it's not a weapon for those around us. Um, yeah. like, yes, it's, yes, we can use it for truth and decipher for truth, but right. at the same time to use it to harm people or cause, yeah. um, pain to people just because mm-hmm. we need to feel better about ourselves or our pride. I don't know where it really stems from. Dude, um, I, I got some ideas on that real quick. Do you mind if I interject? No, jump in. <laughs> so Catherine, my daughter is like under two years old. She's about a year and a half and she loves books. She has these little, this one but like book that's like the uh, parables of Jesus. Um, you know, like the stories he told and, but it's like super, super condensed, like one page, but quarter of a page. So the prodigal son is basically like a rich man had a son who, um, who didn't want to live the way that, that he lived, you know, and, um, basically took all, all this money and went off and, um, you know, did bad things with it. And eventually he wanted to come back and just work as one of the servants of, of the house. Cause he was ashamed of, you know, not, not doing well out in the world. And, uh, man, like the prodigal son, you know, like that dad sees the son coming and welcomes him, not just like, Hey, welcome back. Like takes his best robe, new rings, like tells the servants, Hey, throw a party. Like we're doing a feast. We're doing a party. And then the other brother who didn't leave that whole time is like ticked about it. (laughs) You know, he's the judgmental Jane in the story of like, um, he's like, why, like, why didn't you do this for me? Like I work so hard for you. I'm here all the time. And the whole thing, the like kind of linchpin is the idea is the father's like, listen, son, you were always here. I've always loved you. But that guy, my son, he was lost. And now he's found. He's back, you know. And there's a bunch of stories like that that Jesus spoke from to this truth of like, I'm going to leave 100 sheep behind to go find one. And I'm going to bring it back on my shoulders and the flock will be fine, but I'm going to go after the one. You know, so it's yeah, good. So that judgmental Jane, like when you're, when you're just judgmental, it, uh, I just think it, I don't know, maybe it's about self-protection or something, but it, uh, doesn't bring a lot of people to know Jesus in my experience. No, it causes more harm than good. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's probably cause you think of the parable of, you know, the people working out in the field and, um, those that came, towards the end of the day got paid the same amount that those yeah. that were there at the beginning yeah. of the day. And there's that argument <clears throat> with Jesus through that, but yeah, he talks about that a lot, man. And there's probably a lot of aspects of different themes in, in all of those stories we just brought up all those parables, but oh, for sure, but you're totally right. Like judgment is a huge, huge theme uh, throughout that. So yeah, it's probably jealousy. Like yeah. it's our pride. It's, um, our own insecurities kind of coming to the surface. Uh, I noticed that uh, we're on zoom. We're on zoom right now and I can see Andrew. You guys can't see this. I apologize for that, but he just spilled beer all over his, <laughs> his no, desk. Not all over. There was a drip. There's was a definite drip. Seemed like a um, good chunk of beer. It, and it, no, it landed right on the post-it note and it's being absorbed. Ooh, good win. So good win. it's all good. Nice. And it is. Oh, it wasn't uh, post-it hard note. Cider. You needed. Oh, I'm sorry. Hard cider. Yes. Not beer. <laughs> Please have your beverages Not sure how the when you are, are but... confronting me. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said. No, but yeah, I think there is some jealousy that lives inside of that. And like, if you find this need um, to point out the flaws in other people around you, yeah. like, I think it's worth the time to dig into why. Yeah. Like, wh- what about that bothers you? What about that um, is getting under your skin? What about that do you need to address, confess, and bring to Jesus? Yeah. Um, because it, it's it's harming our 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 testimony, right? That's a good yeah. that's a good Southern Baptist term, right? Yeah, dude. Um, by the way, address, confess, testimony. and bring to Jesus. You just went preacher mode. Keep it up. 
I'm going to write that down real quick. It'd be my next sermon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Judgmental Jane, please stop it. Um, we'd appreciate it if you stopped it. Um, we'd appreciate it if you just took a step back because the reality is without Jesus, you're nothing. Like without yeah. Jesus, you'd be in the same center boat as anybody else. Right. The difference is, is Jesus forgave you for our sins. So right. when someone comes back to Jesus, when someone that doesn't look perfect, doesn't look right, like let's yeah. celebrate like the, the father celebrated in the prodigal son. Um, somebody yeah. came back to yeah. Jesus. Who cares who they came before that? Jesus' sacrifice, his resurrection is much greater than all of that. Yeah. But that's 100%. a good one. Um, that's definitely the biggest one, right? Like we're the church is definitely known what we're known for, yeah. what we're against, than what we're for. Yeah, I think we're so quick to be known for. Um, oh, they hate me, or they hate gay people, and and I have a gay son, so I could never be a part of the church. I could never yeah. be a Christian. They they hate X, Y, and Z. You know, gay popped in mind, but there's a a lot of labels around that. For sure. They hate me because I'm different and I have to be exactly like them or, okay, this might be a good one for the next, but, or, um, because everybody around me in my church, because I feel their judgment, um, I have to hide who I really am and, and I have to keep them Ooh, and Jesus at an arm's distance, you know, like gotta keep like, yeah, everything's great. Like, this is awesome. I'm perfect. I don't need any prayer requests. I'm, I'm fine. So I don't know. What do you think? You want to you want to run with the next one? Yeah. So our next frustrating Christian stereotype is hypocritical Harry. Yeah. Hypocritical Harry, Harry, man. Gosh, what's this? This problem? one's this one's hard because I I, I get it, um, but the reality of the gospel is sure Jesus has a standard. We're all trying to meet that standard, and yeah, the church teaches that standard, but the reality is we all come short of that standard. Um, yeah in some ways, like catastrophic ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we could be called hypocrites, but that's the beauty of the gospel that even though I don't meet the standard because of what Jesus did on the cross, um, yeah. I get to stand um, before Christ as his son, or if, yeah. if you're a woman, his daughter, like that's the right. beauty of hypocrites. So I get those outside the church, you know, looking at that and saying, but the beauty is like, come as you are like, right. Um, you're not going to have all this, right. You're going to make mistakes just like I do. I've been following yeah. Jesus for, 20 plus years. Yeah. Um, that's a long time. I'm trying that to is about a long time, man. I'm an that's old awesome. person. Yeah. Um, but the reality is I don't like, sure. I follow Jesus better today than I did 20 years ago or even a year ago, because yeah. one for me, that's a benchmark. Like, am I following Jesus better? Um, but the reality is I'm still sinning. I'm still doing things that harm people that harm yeah. myself, that sin against God. Um, yeah. and that's all sin is really. It's like sin leads to destruction. We see that through scripture. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Jesus says, don't do these things because he doesn't want you to be destroyed. He doesn't want you to experience mm-hmm. the pain of these things or others to experience the pain of these things. Yeah. And that's why he's created this essentially list of do's and don'ts. Um, but yeah. yeah, we try to follow the best we can. Though our faith isn't about do's and don'ts, there's a list of right. do's and don'ts. I get that. Uh, but yeah, hypocritical Harry, that's like, I get those outside looking in, but. Um, at the same time, that's the gospel in itself. Like we're all going to yeah. say things and do something else. Yeah. And man, you're right. And I think the, like, I think you, I think it's easy to be labeled as hypocritical the second you stop um, being willing to give grace to other people and to recognize that I'm going to screw up too. I did screw up this last week. And by screw up, I mean, I did sin and I did not just like fall into something. Like I've been thinking about this a lot, man, like sin, the with sin, you always have to take the ticket. You always have to say yes, you know, like, and maybe not always, like, I'm not trying to get super, I took theology one in college and that was it. But you know, they, they talk about sin that you choose and sin that you don't, you know, but, um, but anyway, with, with the sin that you choose, you have to choose it, you know, like you have to say, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to leave out that detail because it makes me look bad. I'm going to twist the the facts. I'm going to, I don't know, do whatever. I'm going to, you know, casually commit murder and then cover it up for 60 years. Um, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> I'm kidding. But um, I figured but, you're kidding since you're yeah. not 60 years old yet. 
That's why I said 60. Um, sure. But no, I mean, but you have to choose it, you know? Um, and I think with the hypocritical side, like, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong ever. I don't, it's not a fun experience to be like, yeah, I was wrong and I chose it intentionally. And here's why let's talk about it, you know? But I think the second you stop like exercising the muscle of, um, I chose that and I mess up like I sin. Um, and I need Jesus because I sin. Um, the second you stop that, then maybe, um, maybe you're really quick to be like in the hypocritical camp. Cause I don't know, man, I, I don't expect to, to reach perfection on this side of life. So it's my two cents on that. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah. you see this inside the church too, right? Like those totally. that have grown up in the church, look at church leaders and say, oh, they're just hypocritical leaders, which right. they might be. They're definitely true. Right. We, we see moral failure in the church on a regular basis, unfortunately. Right. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. It's the grace piece of it. Like, yeah. you know, and this is probably different than most religions is though we don't consider ourselves a religion, the world does. Um, like we live in a level of confession and self um, reflection that, that most others don't like, like a part of our, our core of our belief is, yeah, we have to confess our sins, not yeah. just to God, but to those around us. Right. Yeah. Like confessing yeah. our sins Which to is one another harder. removes its power so much harder right god sure loves me no matter what i get that that's fantastic i'm not sure if andrew's gonna love me no matter what when i confess this sin to him i'm not sure how this is gonna change things Um, no that's 100 true yeah but but dude like when you say that i can't help but think myself to think to myself what is going on in south dakota um after all of this okay i was trying to get you to spit up your water and i was close that's good that's good so yeah maybe that'll be definitely a strong possibility let's be honest that's right oh south dakota you need to knock it off hey if you're listening from south dakota um one welcome not sure how we found you south dakota (laughs) seems far away from both of us uh, but hey, welcome. And second, we're just joking. We don't really hate South Dakota. I think it's yeah. full of pedophiles. Right. Um, no, obviously, like, but with a low population, like they might have a way higher percentage. But anyway, um, <laughs> the reality is there's sick perverts everywhere. Yeah. Not just yeah, in South Dakota. That is totally true. Um, dude, let's let's hit this next one. Dude, not fun, Ned. Like or Nelly. I think Freaking of Nelly Ned too. Nelly. Ned and Nelly, they are just, dude, they're not fun. They're sitting there like you don't smoke, sm- you don't drink, smoke, or chew. You don't hang with those that do. Um, but but the weirder thing is that they don't seem to laugh ever. They don't seem to like, they're just always whew, serious. The stick is like firmly positioned in their butt talks. Yeah, they are the the picture that painting of the farmer and his, his wife not farming, you know, uh, just sitting not having a good time. Um yeah, what's up with that? Like I okay, I like to have fun. You and I in Colorado started com- something when I lived there called Float Float Club. Um and you float can give life. me credit for that, but I had nothing to do with it. I just showed up. That's all you. Okay, that was all us. That was Jen and I. I say you helped start it because you were in like the first or second run. You were in the second ever official meeting of Float Club. That's true. And it grew to like runs of like 40 plus people going at one time. We had our annual freedom float. Dude, we had a good time. We were drinking great beer. We were floating down literal trout streams in the the mountains of Colorado freezing our butts off and having a blast. That's we got to be able to have fun as Christians. So to me, this one, I'm not sure where it comes from, man. When people that followed Jesus, like put off the image of not being able to have a good time. So what do yeah. you like? I think, you think like, I think so many people rely on just even the things you said, rely on alcohol to have fun. Um, right. Yes. We drink alcohol. We know we drink alcohol in moderation because, right. you know, not that Jesus was against alcohol, but he was against drunkenness. And we're trying to right. avoid drunkenness as best we possibly can. Right. Um, 
Now, you could completely avoid it by just not drinking it. I get those Christians that, that go down that road. Now, to See, yell at others. Have, you can still have a ton of fun if you completely avoid it. Yeah, oh, for sure. Just what 100%. you were going to say. Sorry, I interrupted no. you with the exact no, same thought. No, and, and that's the reality of it. Like, if your goal is you could only have fun drinking, yeah, we're not that fun. Right. Um, because it's not – drinking isn't the primary focus of what we do. It's whatever we're doing – you know, we happen to have alcohol in the midst of that, right. avoiding right. drunkenness because, you know, we're followers right. of Jesus. And the reality is, like, if you don't follow Jesus, do whatever the heck you want. Like, we're not we're not yeah. telling you that you have to live this way or don't right. live this way. We get that there's sacrifices that you have to make to live uh, as a follower of Jesus. We understand that. Um, and if for you, like, that's just not your thing, then continue right. to live as you see fit. Um, that's, that's your choice. Unfortunately for Andrew and I is we don't have a choice. Right. <laughs> We're followers right. of was, Jesus. It was like prescribed to us. Yeah, yeah, we made the choice of following Jesus. And in making that choice, there's things we avoid and things that, that we don't get into. Um, yeah. just because yeah, we, there's we there's want submission. To... You have to accept when you say, I'm gonna follow if if you say I'm gonna follow anybody or I'm gonna work at this place, you have to submit to some things, you know. If you're going to get a job at UPS, I'm sure you got to go through a drug test. You know, Pretty so sure I'm going to send it. Drive. Drive. I think that's a rule at UPS. I would just <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, you got to have no, um, you know, charges related to that on your history. But like that's like a small level of submission of just like what's the workplace requirement. Yeah. Let alone like I am going to put my relationship with Jesus above all other things in my life. If you're going to do that, there's a lot of stuff that you're implicitly going to have to, over time, submit to, um, to say, hey, Jesus, I trust your way. Like, you were right. God, you guided the Bible, and you're you're teaching me through it. Um, you're teaching me through the example of Jesus and many others, and I'm going yeah. to submit to those things, even if I don't want to in the moment. So, no, anyway. Well, and, the, and, like, the reality is, like, if it's the things that we don't partake in to the extent that you may, like if those are things that give you joy, like for me, I look at it and say alcohol, like really that's the thing that's giving you joy. Like right. there's so much greater things. It's great friendships. Yeah. It's great conversations. It's great yeah. experiences that you could jump into and, ex and, and, and experience a higher level than you're experiencing yeah. drunk. Right. Like, yeah. like there's totally. more to it. And I get the draw of being drunk and, Sure. Not having to worry about life and not having to worry about what's right. going. I get all that. Right. Like, I understand. Um, but no, not Ned Fun, not Fun <sighs> Ned or Nelly. No uh, Fun Ned be... and Nelly, man. Ned and Nelly, obviously not based on you if your name is Ned or Nelly or in the unfortunate it might circumstance that your name. You are not fun. <laughs> but dude, can you imagine if one person listens next week and they're just like, um, hey, my name is actually Ned Nelly. <laughs> Ned Nelly. And <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting here right uh, If you are, please uh, let us know. That'd be pretty crazy. And, and please see point one about judgmental Jane. Give us grace, man. We are <laughs> figuring this out. We're on our second episode. You know, you're asking so. us our opinions about things that, yeah. let's be honest, we probably shouldn't be giving our opinions about. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we have the microphones and you don't, and that's you chose right. to listen. So that is correct. that's kind of where we're at. That's a great point. All right, here's uh, the next one. And I think this is a biggie in the church. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is a frustrating one for me, deep to my core. Uh, but two political Paul and Patty. I had to think of a P, you know, P name. <laughs> Two political Paul and Patty. Two political uh, Paul and Patty. Yeah. I yes. believe in Jesus and in the Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It, dude, and and it could be the other side too, you know, but let's be honest, the church yeah, in the in US is pretty much marked with like I believe in Jesus, Red but I also Americans. believe in George W. Bush or Donald J. Trump. Or whatever. So and Obama was the Antichrist. I went to a service <laughs> where that was taught. No joke. Dude, I remember that idea flying around. Uh, uh, mind boggling. <laughs> dude, yes. So All right. um, what do you think the most helpful thing about being way too political is? Here's here's the start of it all. Just because you follow Jesus does not mean you're a Republican. <laughs> Just because you follow Jesus does not mean you're a Democrat. Right. And if you link those two, 100%, you're wrong. 
Period. <laughs> no yes. question about it. Right. That's just the that's that's just the reality of following Jesus. Right. Um, because there's things the Republican Party does that is batshit crazy, <laughs> and there's things that the that the Democratic Party does that's yes. batshit crazy. Yes. And why would you want to align our faith in Jesus Christ, the Savior oh. of the world, the to Savior either of those two world. fallen parties? Yes. Or to the fallen people within the men, just pick Jesus and try to live an honest life of like, hey, that that politician seemed like he's lying to me or she's lying to me. Wait a minute. A core role of being a politician is lying to get votes. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't trust that person. Uh, Maybe I should trust the person who tells me not to lie and, and model that. I'm going to trust Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, like... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you... Okay, I, I do know how you get there. It's when you, like... It's when you weaponize scripture. Yeah. That you can feel protected in your camp to be able to say the craziest of things. And Especially like Revelation. Okay. Yeah. Like you're you're living in the end times and and Donald Trump is the this in the verse 31C. <laughs> you know... I'll be honest. Like... Yeah. Yes, yeah. I voted for Donald Trump because I didn't want to vote for Hillary Clinton. And yeah. Not from a stance of character because they're both horrible people <laughs> that make bad decisions and do mean yeah. things to people. Dude, period. Some of, some of the worst people. That is who became that's that's who we get to vote on for president is yeah, the But worst I aligned people. with the policies. Like that's yeah, the reality. Sure. And I, I and this idea that like just because I voted for the guy, I have to agree with everything he says or does. Like that's yeah, crazy talk. Dude. Yeah. Like, I'm not going down that yeah. road. Like, I'm not going to align myself to that way. No. Um, but when I look at the no. policies that one holds over the other, and I align them with my views and how I understand yeah. life and, and how I understand government, um, whether yeah. those are influenced by my faith in Jesus or not, like, that's what I'm dictating this often. They're not the mm-hmm. same thing. They're definitely different. Yeah. They're yeah. definitely, one's a much higher level than the other. Yeah. Dude, and man, all of what you said, I totally agree with. And I just... When I think about like the the two political Paul or Priscilla or whatever the name was, <laughs> Polly, I don't think you said, um, it's just like, it's, it's not going to win anybody to Jesus for you to shout you're wrong in their face. If they're, if you're, you're in the opposite party yep. or for you to be like, this is the best. Our savior is this new presidential candidate or Senate senator yeah. candidate or whatever, because the reality is no man, they're politicians and they're just going to echo the things back to you that get you to say, I'm going to vote for them. You know, yeah. they don't care. Like, and well, I think- not all politicians are bad, but you know what I mean? It's no. their, their people and their fundamental role is how do I get the most votes possible? Yeah. And that's just not that important. It's it's not on now, the and same I think, level. And I think the thing that pisses me off the most about it all is the level of hate that exists on both sides for the other. Totally. Side. Totally. Like I don't I don't understand that. Like if yeah. you're a follower of Jesus, how can you like have such a hatred for a human yeah. being that Jesus died for yeah. in hopes that he comes to know Jesus? Like my guess is the level of hate that's inside of you that you look at Obama or you look at Pelosi. Right. And yeah, I don't agree with their policies. I think Pelosi yeah. says some crazy things. Um, yeah. But the reality is, like, do do I get to the point where I hate her so much that I don't want her to come to know Jesus? Yeah. Like, right. at that point, I've crossed a line that's not okay. Yeah, and at what point do you start thinking to yourself, I don't even want them to know Jesus because I think they're so bad that, you know, I hope they pay for what they've done, you know? Like, we're right back up to judgmental, you know, of like, they're so much worse than me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Because the reality is they're thinking the same thing of you, right? Yes. Like, they just have different viewpoints. They they look at the same life and they come to different conclusions. They're smart people. They're intelligent people. They, they know what they're doing. Um, like the reality is we just have different viewpoints and that's okay right. to have. Like we can, right. we can agree to disagree on things right. and hopefully the balance of it, we, we have a better America if we really get down to yeah. politics, right? Like yeah. I like it when there's, when there's a Republican in the presidency or a Democrat in the presidency and it's opposite in the control of the, the House and the right. Senate right. because I think it creates better balance for us. One party yeah. just doesn't just run with their ideas that maybe yeah. isn't best for the entire American people. Totally. Um, but yeah, now we're getting yeah. to politics and 
That's a rough, Dude, that's but, a rough field. Okay. Well, yeah, and we'll obviously talk about politics more because I feel like the the core of the show is let's have real conversations about real things, you know? And um, I don't know. I think, okay, so we're in a, an election year. So before we go on and just kind of bash the view of two political Paul, dude, what do you say to somebody who's who is that person right now and <sighs> is and, and is probably um, – probably there because at some level maybe they're scared uh or yeah. or something like i don't know what motivates that but it's at least the desire a, to be like i am right yeah, i am that's a good question yeah. so well like, it's probably we pride to some extent um yeah. like how do you get through that i don't know like let's be yeah. honest like that's a hard that's a hard shell to crack okay uh, i have some ideas because i was i was there for a little while um, I was way too focused on politics, um, election year, four years ago. Um, and there were a lot of factors that went into it, but I was listening to just way too many political podcasts. I was reading the news more than ever and came out of that. And, um, I thought I, I came out of that after some time. And the thing that brought me out of that and kind of diminished the importance of politics in my life was, okay, what if I put all of this time and effort and thought and, and chose my podcast differently based on those that go towards truth, like logos, you know, the truth, um, God's truth, like, and that doesn't have to be boring. That doesn't have to be I'm going to pick a podcast that dissects a single passage of scripture for three seasons, you know, nothing like that. But what if I, I, I started, like, I noticed myself, I would be about one podcast or one show or whatever, or even one news source for like two months. And I would see it as like the truth, you know, and then I'd burn out on it and be like, ah, but they suck in this way. Like they're not good enough anymore. Then I'd find the next one and like, Oh, there it is. Like, that's it. This is so much better than that one before. And then I'd get, you know, into it, more familiar with it. Nope. There's a bunch of flaws there too. And I don't know, slowly, I think I just got tired of it to some degree of like reading the news all the time. And um, to the other degree, when you start focusing on like, the truths of the Bible, um, the truths of like what Jesus lived and how he lived them, um, you start seeing that they're true everywhere. <laughs> you know, don't be judged uh, or don't judge others because the standard you judge them with will be judged to you. Like, dude, that is true across all of time. <laughs> You know, it's as soon as you set a standard of what's judgmental or what's okay to judge by, um, you're in trouble, you know? Um, so anyway, man, that's, so that's, that's rambling. I think that's, but, your answer. I think yeah. that's the answer is like, can you pull back? Yeah. Can you, can you stop listening to those, um, feeds of news that you're constantly going back to? Cause the reality is the news is going to feed extreme emotion right that's just what it does totally it's like totally. it's like the murder hornets right i feel like i'm wearing the hunger coronavirus didn't kill us off so they send murder hornets but the reality <laughs> is, is perfect like comparison right but the reality yeah. is a murder hornets really gonna like take over the world no no like they found one they haven't even found a hive yet like the reality <laughs> that murder hornets are going to cause any harm to you very little to yeah. none um, yeah. But the news takes Indeed, it and runs with this story get to the by extreme. Hornet, you should assume it was God's will because the odds are so <laughs> oh, low of it. <laughs> yeah, the odds for the odds forever in your favor, or however the line goes in the Hunger Games. Yes. Um, May the odds be no, in your that's favor. True. Sorry. May the odds be in your favor. That's it. Um, but yeah, like that's like that's probably the answer of Hey, can you yeah. can you fast from this stuff for at least a month? Like just yeah. get away from it. Just see how your demeanor changes. Um, just yeah. in how you interact with people. And then how does your demeanor change to those that don't view things the same way that you view things? Yeah. Like, can you step enough far enough back um, just to see what that's going on? Because yeah. man, the thing that the thing that they're going to spew is things that are going to get you going. Like they're going to take your emotions yes. to the extreme because it's a thing that gets ratings. It's a thing that grows their following. Yeah. But in all reality, it's probably not the thing that you need to be investing in. Right. 
Right. Totally. Uh, that's probably enough politics, right, dude? You that want to move on to the is, next one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Right. Um, am I up or are you up? I don't know. You can take it. All right, man. Uh, the next one is weird slash strange Willie slash Steve. Um, just you got to put some Steve. female names in there just so we don't get bombarded. Yeah, Willie. Willie is actually a female name, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of so. lot of names, just a lot of ladies named Willie. Um, um, I know things that are called <laughs> Willie, but I've never met a woman named Willie. <laughs> it's like a boy named Sue, but a woman named Willie. Oh, we'll stick with for, it. We can do like Maybe that, Wendy or Strange. I'm. St- they all have Y's in the end of them. Nah, I'm, st- I'm sticking with Willie. <laughs> Like Not she's Willie. a nice lady. Willie, you're a very name, nice, nice sweet lady. Yeah. I picture her like in a rocking chair sitting on her front porch, probably in her late seventies <laughs> to early eighties. Uh, super weird though. Just beaten down over years of having to say, Hi, my name's Willie. Um <laughs> and that's maybe that's a, why she's yeah, so we weird. We can just go on a limb here and say she had a tough middle school career. <laughs> <laughs> very tough like fire alarm every day tough yeah, um not a good day dude i think of the like the weird strange frustrating christian uh stereotype of being like kind of like that we can't have any fun but the weird part of like the like sitting down to a meal with somebody who doesn't know jesus and making a scene out of saying like not just hey not just quietly praying before having a meal, but like, let us consecrate this burrito. <laughs> um, you know, like, like just making it weird all the time. Yeah. Um, because and, like, to yeah. some extent, like our faith is weird. We get that. Yes. We follow a guy that came back from the dead. We follow a guy that we believe was yeah. fully God and fully man at the same yes. time. We get, there's definitely strange parts of our, our faith. We get it. I understand 100%. Um, but yeah. it's these it's these hyper spirituals, <laughs> yeah, that take you, everything to the next level. But um, people wanted to hang with that guy. They wanted oh, to sure. hang with Jesus. They're like that dude throws the party, and he's ridiculously smart. Always honest. And he knows how to make wine out of water. <laughs> <laughs> and he t- he told me things about myself that I didn't even know. And now my life is better because I'm living those things out. You know, yeah. like. I want to be around that dude. I want to hang oh, out sure. with him. So when you're just super weird and you repel people, I, yeah, it's well. Ah. I'm curious too. Like, uh, man, I think pride shows up so many times in all these stereotypes. But it's this like, if I can put on this facade that I'm yeah. more spiritual than the rest of the yeah. people around me, that I'm better than the rest of the people around me, right? Yes. Like at some point, we'll talk about the voice of God and hearing God's voice and those kinds of things. Totally. I assume will come up on this podcast, but yeah. like. It's those people that like every smallest of decisions, I'm going to give credit to God. I used to, I used to make this statement all the time of like, stop giving God credit for things that God didn't say or mm, stop putting words yeah. in God's mouth. Cause God yeah. like, yeah, I believe God's in the midst of everything. I believe God talks to his followers. I believe God talks to non-believers yeah. um, in, in rare you know instances, but like totally, when you man. feel yeah. this need to over spiritualize everything around you because you need to, I don't know, make make yourself feel more important. Maybe it's insecurities yeah. that you're really digging right. into. Of like, if I can get Andrew to believe that I'm a better follower of Jesus than him, <laughs> then I'm actually a better follower because I consecrated this burrito All and right. he didn't. <laughs> let's be honest. Anything comes from Chick or Chick Fil A. Anything comes from probably Chick Fil A as well. Uh, yeah. Chipotle, where burritos should always come from. Right. Like, it's already probably consecrated. already consecrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's holy mama. Yeah. It's yeah, washed. You open that water. bag it's, and it's like yes. oh, already. Like you, you don't know. need to pray over it. It's ready yeah. to go. You, the light coming off the foil is actually brighter than the light in the room um, on it's a Chick Fil A burrito. It's I know what I'm. I now know what I'm having for lunch tomorrow. I'm going to go uh, I just said a Chick Fil A burrito. That was a that was a Chick Fil A burrito. Yeah, I did on accident. I meant Chipotle, but okay. Chick-fil-A's breakfast burritos are pretty solid as far really? as breakfast burritos go. I don't They're know. No, like, I yeah. like dirty Mexican breakfast burritos. Well, much yeah, better. obviously. That Everybody might be does. racist. I'm a quarter Hispanic. Uh, I didn't mean that to be racist. <laughs> I, I just call the rest. Said, I'm a quarter Hispanic. <laughs> I'm trying, to, say trying that to like help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just said dirty Mexican. 
<laughs> no, you know the Mexican restaurants where you order by picture, and the picture is the same at every restaurant. That's what I mean yes. by dirty Mexican. Yeah, I don't mean the Mexicans yeah. dirty. I mean the most no, of those no, places no. are pretty hole in the wall. But yeah, oh my goodness, are they tasty and good? And there's always rain damage on the menus. Like a little bit of rain always <laughs> got through That's and good. just stained those pictures That's a little true. bit. <laughs> it's, it's true, true dude. And when it's you everywhere. order that that egg, bacon, potato, and <sighs> whatever you cheese burrito. They're always yes. in different orders at every single one of them. That's the one thing they don't keep consistent. <laughs> it's very hard to order, but the best good... burrito in the entire world. So basically we just described if you want to get a cheap meal that is Mexican food and you want to love it, here's what you look for. Picture menu. <laughs> Typically yellow background. Slight, nine times out of ten. Slight bit of rain stain that where it got through the corner on the menu. And then, dude, you called out a like that's a gold mine. Is does it say bacon, potato, egg, and cheese? Egg, cheese, bacon, potato. Is there no space in between some of those <laughs> words? Like it's For always any of those words in Spanish, <laughs> and they're probably better. That I can't read, read Spanish, so I'm yeah. screwed. But but you are a quarter in, in so Phoenix, obviously can say that. In, yeah, that gives everything okay permission. <laughs> I apologize if I offended you. I didn't mean to offend you. I just think the burritos are good, but. Right. Um, in uh, Phoenix, all of them end in Birdo. So, Filiberto and Roberto and nice. uh, whatever other Birdo you can come up with. Alberto, I'm pretty sure Chaco. they're all named. Yeah. They're all you know related in some way, but I think oh, so. So, yeah. so tasty. Sorry. Yes. Weird Willie, yeah. weird, strange yeah. Steve. Yeah. I can't remember and what it, you call them. I don't know. Like, I. So, I was just thinking about like the solution side of this. Like, if you are the Weird Willie, the. Um, you know, obviously female or male, Willie, because um, that's accepted everywhere. Um, if you are that, I think, like, you might be there on accident. You might not know you're weird at some point, you know, <laughs> and it's okay to be weird. Like, uh, if you are just a weird person, authentically, that's okay. Weird is good. Yeah. Unique, like, unique is good. But I think it's the 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 Christian who chooses to be super it's the weird facade like, of it right yeah like it's oh, the facade I, I pray, of spirituality i wake up at 4 a.m and and pray quietly for three hours every day because i just feel like it's by good. 7 a.m i can shower you know like if sometimes i do that, wake up at four o'clock to pray for three hours but it's because i'm on the toilet and i'm begging god <laughs> to keep this from happening anymore <laughs> Why did I eat that burrito? It was so good. But Dude, I, I think I'm lactose it. intolerant. I had, I had oh, ice cream no. like three or four days oh, no. ago, and the next day was miserable. Oh, man. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry, man. I'm really no. sorry about lactose. There's a lot of good. I'm glad you're not gluten intolerant. That's worse. Well, I think as I get older, like heat, yeah, heat just yeah. destroys my insides. Now, didn't yeah. do that as a child. That's fair. Apparently now milk destroys my insides. That's never happened before. Right. Um, this is a good thing. to sustain your life. Now it's trying to make you poop yourself to death. Like, yeah, what that's happened? just not a good day. Come on. Uh, so yeah, <sighs> that's when I wake up at four in the morning to pray for three hours is because I'm begging God to intervene on what's happening in my back end. Dude, I would love if one day in my life that I woke up at 4 a.m. every day and out of devotion to God, I prayed for a long time and I, and I just never told anybody about it or I didn't, uh, I didn't ever beat somebody over the head with it. So I think the weird part comes when you're like, look at me, like, look how good I am at this thing. Like you should feel bad. And also like, this is obviously the only right way, you know, like that's maybe where weird. Well, it's the whole thing. Like when Jesus says, um, when he's talking about fasting, he's talking yeah. about the religious leaders of the day, you know, those yeah. that fast that he yeah. figure their faces and, and make sure yeah. everyone knows that they're fasting. Like there's yeah. a piece of that, like, really? Like now you've right. made it about you rather than what God's trying to do in the midst of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's those, it's those weird willies and strange Steves that kind of take <laughs> it to that next level of where <laughs> they make totally it about themselves. True. Like, yeah. and like, I get the temptation of that. Like, yeah. You know, when I fast, like I get the temptation to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody that I'm fasting. Yeah. So they know that I'm that devoted to Jesus. Yeah. But oh. the second you get man's praise, you've gotten the praises that you're going to get and totally over with it. Right. Like Jesus. Yeah. Said. That's what I was just going to say. And Jesus wasn't even that mean about it when he talked about this. Um, mm-hmm. He, he talked, he finished that thought of like, if you fast and make sure everybody knows it, or you pray and make sure you're seen when you pray. Yeah. Um, he's like, 
he basically just concludes you got your reward on earth. There's no reward in heaven for that. You get the you know, praise like, from humans and that's it. Yeah. You got it in the moment and that's all, that's all that comes out of that. So he wasn't even like, you're the worst person ever. You're going to burn in hell. You know, he's just like, <laughs> you got your praise now. And it's probably like the equivalent of getting a, um, you know, a um, dirty Mexican burrito, as some have said, um, today those racists versus, that said those things <laughs> those horrible people versus like a amazing steak dinner in paradise later in life like that reward differential um, must be different you know i'm not sure <laughs> that <laughs> okay. mexican burrito is pretty good <laughs> okay it's like getting a um crappily made big mac today Ooh, versus okay. that's fair you know versus um versus like an amazing steak dinner in the most amazing setting you can imagine later in your yeah, life I'm like with you it on that one. it obviously isn't an equal comparison yeah so that's good yeah, man that's um, good so hey you you strange and you strange steves and weird willies like knock right. it off right like, and and if you if one of your good friends is in that boat and you love them or you love jesus and you love them be a part of being like dude or dudette you know willy either way um dude or dudette um like, why are you doing that? Like, what what's causing you to be so focused on? I'm fasting for six weeks and I'm doing this and I'm tough. Yeah. Like, what's making you wanna like? That's weird. <laughs> why are well, you trying to be weird? Yeah. You know. Well, and I get like, the like. There's still this piece, though it's not a part of our faith, and James speaks to it in the Book of James, and you see it throughout the epistles, and even with Jesus, like. We don't live a works or works based faith, right? But at the same time, we like to be in control. And if I can do enough for God, then God's going to love me yeah. more. But the I reality is, is I'm not trying to earn anything. I'm just trying to be right. something. I'm just right. trying to sit in in the midst of who Jesus is in my life and let that come out of me, right? Spiritual, or we call them the fruits of the spirit: peace, patience, mm-hmm. kindness, faithfulness. So we go through them all. But like those aren't something I work towards. Those are just a byproduct of me following Jesus, right? Like the goal isn't to do all those things. Yep. The goal is to follow Jesus and be with Jesus. And those mm-hmm. are the fruits that you're going to see in my life. Um, if 100%. I choose to be those ways, but Hey, yeah. weird Willie, we love you. But please stop. You're making it awkward for everybody. Yeah. Please quit it, man. Like, I think you should skip the next one and go to the last one for me. <laughs> well, I think actually you probably wrote this, uh, I didn't this last one. Um, we can actually look. <laughs> No, I wrote it. Uh, I was joking. I was joking when I said tiny testes, Timothy. Obviously joking. I was trying to trip you up and get you to be like, Josh, why don't you hit that last one? Um, You don't think I read ahead? Come on. Like I was dyslexic (laughs) growing up as a child. I read ahead constantly to make sure I knew how to pronounce words right. That's awesome. Being dyslexic is hard, man. Tiny, Um, tiny testes, Timmy. Tiny testes, Timothy. Um, Okay. But... All right. I said that totally jokingly, but um, I think about like, man, one thing I love about having faith in Jesus and having like these guardrails in my life dictated to me by the Bible. um, And I mean, guardrails like, hey, like the stuff you said, don't don't tell everybody, you know, you're fasting because um, that basically takes away the point. It's like fast quietly and fast humbly and put yourself together so that people probably don't even notice anything's different about you. Do it to honor God. You know, there's guardrails like that of like, this is how to live the Jesus life. Um, And one of the things that I saw what um, you did there. You got her name what? in there. I, I saw what you did there. You got her name in there. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I do work we in are the, this man. Jesus Life property. We, wait, this Jesus Life property. So <laughs> like, is it property? You said property. Josh Pritchard, let me, let me <laughs> run the marketing side. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, we are this Jesus Life podcast coming to you on episode two right now. Um, Not property podcast. <laughs> I'll get it. But we should buy some property, obviously. Um, dude, with all of and, our funds coming in yeah, for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. With our, with our one listener from Sweden. Thank you, Sweden. Yeah. Sweden. Okay. Who's watching from Sweden? 
dude they produce great hockey players we don't have to be scared that's what i'm trying to say we like the the uh stuff that is the news headline today which is COVID 19 and um and all the stuff around the the black guy who was totally murdered by white dudes all of that stuff there's a lot of crap and the reality is there's constantly a lot of crap happening that's really messed up and we should be a part of making that better. But um, we don't have to live in the news cycle, man. We don't, good. We, we know Jesus, we know God. We like, we gotta be able to walk around and be like, listen, if, if I get killed tomorrow, that's okay. Not that you won't always be thinking about death and that stuff, but like we can be brave because we know Jesus. Like yeah. this world is just, a phase, you know, the next thing is, is life with Jesus forever. And that's going to be way face. better and way different, you know, face yeah. to face. Yeah. And I just like the, the joke about tiny testes. Um, I just, I thought of like the person who's just always scared, you know, like mm. we don't, we don't need to be scared all the time. And I'm scared about things. I have a little kid, like I have a little daughter and I think about stuff that could happen to her that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> there is room for fear in this life, but the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. And if we believe that Jesus was perfectly God and perfectly man as, as a walking around living flesh and blood dude, then we can be brave in this life. We don't have to be scared. We don't have that's to um, always live in fear because when you're living in fear, you can't be strategic, man. When you're living in fear, you can't live out you your can't faith live, right? as authentically. Like, yeah. Yeah, like it's going to hold you back. You're not going to experience everything that Jesus has for you. And it's in John 10, 10, you know, I've come to give you life and give it to the full. You yeah. don't get to experience full life, whatever that no. may look like for you specifically, if if we live yeah. in fear. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Dude, you turn so, tiny testes around. That's pretty good. I'm impressed. <laughs> Thanks, Super man. impressed. I, uh, I mean, this is this is this Jesus life properties. And I um, <laughs> work in marketing. I have to go buy so that I domain to... name now. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, I'm going to assume it's available. uh, Yeah. Hey, give me your closing thoughts. My closing thoughts. Um, The tough part about this conversation and the thing that I kept thinking as we were doing it is that there's been moments in my life or seasons of my life where I've been this person uh, in probably all the categories. Um, And that's, that's hard to consume. That's hard to deal with. Um, and that makes, that makes me feel immediately like I shouldn't even be talking about this. Cause I was yeah. the, that one time. Um, and I just, man, I don't have this conversation out of hate for anybody. Um, these names, I don't know a single person that, that is emblematic of these. Um, they're just, you know, they start with a W. So it's a W start with P. So it's P. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm just trying to be honest about it, man. Like I, I don't want that for anybody and I've been through kind of each of these phases. So um, there's probably a phase I'm in right now that in five years, I'm going to look back and be like, Ooh, I was an idiot in that way uh, for that season of my life. But, but I think that just goes back to the grace thing. Do you have grace? Do you you believe that, that God actually knows us fully and has grace on us fully? Like we didn't earn that, uh, but he's still kind to us. So it's a little jumbled, but that's kind of my closing thought, man. That's good. No, I'm right there with you. Like yeah. definitely at times in my life and even probably times today, um, I've lived in those stereotypes. Like we get it. Yeah. I think the core of, of our faith is like, just be authentic, be you. Yeah. Um, like with all the ugliness and the, and the, the, the warts and all, and all the great things about who you are, like, just be you. Like, we yeah. are better followers of Jesus when we're authentic followers of Jesus with the good yeah. things and the bad than we are when we're putting on a facade of what may not be actually true of us. Yeah. Um, like that's, that's when we get into scary grounds, whether that's, um, you know, good things or not good things, whether we're hiding things right. or portraying things better than we actually are. Um, right. Like if we can get back to the honest, authentic life, like you said, I think that's, yeah. that's the key of what we do. Um, focusing on Jesus, pursuing these, these things. Yeah. These truths of who Christ is and who Christ is inside of us. But no, that's good. 
Frustrating yeah. Christian stereotypes, man. Frustrating, yeah. probably in all honesty, because we've seen ourselves in it, and it's frustrating. <laughs> You're like, man, I was freaking hypocritical <laughs> Harry again. Yeah, I was dude. not none. I was not fun <laughs> Ned and too political Paul. Yeah, and I was Willie is a woman. Willie, <laughs> I was a weird female Willie name. You know, I don't touch Oscar. And crap, I was tiny testies Timothy for a while there. Sorry, Timothy, if you're listening. Poor Timothy. Um, <laughs> Your testies are fine. <laughs> it was never about their size. Uh, um, dude, so I don't know. This is uh, hey, this is episode two. Two yeah. down in the bucket. That's right. It's pretty exciting in stuff. This Jesus Life Properties. <laughs> <laughs> this Jesus Life dude. Properties. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't subscribed yeah. to us and you just found us from randomly, yeah. please subscribe to us. It helps us please out. Do. If you can uh, rate us on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google uh, Podcasts, that's always helpful to us as well. And Tell we appreciate you taking us. the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely share us on Facebook and wherever else you share things. Yeah. I'm not really sure what other social media platforms you allow to share, but uh, if you can figure it out. Um, we do appreciate it. Um, we really do this cause it's fun. We do this cause, yeah. you know, we just want to get together on a regular basis and continue to chat outside yeah. of our time of, you know, accountability and hold each other accountable. But, um, we'd probably do this if nobody listened. So we appreciate that you listened. Um, let yeah. your friends know because, you know, at the core of what we do, we want people to find hope again. We want people to find freedom. We want people to experience all that Jesus has for them in this life. Um, so hey thanks for watching and we are this jesus life podcast that's right not to be confused with this jesus life properties which, which is, is a, a great company which is a great company but has nothing to do with us <laughs> hey andrew as always great chatting with you great talking to you josh and thanks so much for this time talk to you later